We're back again. How long has it been this time? That is a great question. It's been uh, almost a month. No, more than a month. Yeah, I was going to say. A month and a half. Oh, well. That's not... That's not supposed to happen. No. Well, we'll do uh, two two weeks in a row this time. Yeah, and the reason that we've been gone so long is that we've been at all these weddings. Yep. Um, this is five just weddings got back from already. Our fifth wedding this year, uh, which has been actually pretty fun. I've gotten to enjoy going to them, and it actually inspired a topic for this week's show, which is the wedding hashtag. Mm-hmm. Um. Three year, uh, now more than three years ago, we had our wedding, and on the um, on a, what are those cards called? The menus. Is that what it is? It was we printed little it's menus. It's a little program or something. Yeah, like we, that. well, ours was more just the food. <laughs> there was um, no talking about yeah. our efficiency or anything. So if you go to our wedding hashtag, which was Lafro, and scroll all the way to the bottom past all these pictures of on Instagram. On Instagram, all these pictures of afros, French afros. <laughs> um, you find our someone Jay Yarrow, our friend Jay, posted a photo from our wedding, and, and at the bottom of the menu it said, "Tweet our wedding if you must." Hashtag Lafro. Which um, I kind of put there as a joke, mostly as a joke, because I thought hashtags were really stupid, and still mostly do. Um, of course, since then, the wedding hashtag has become very – this was three years ago, by the way, so no one was doing this. This was like a, oh, a silly right. thing to do. Uh, but now the wedding hashtag is like a mainstream thing. Like we go to weddings of people who do not spend all day on Twitter, and they have wedding hashtags. And, um, and they are actually – I also hate – I hate hashtags, and the thing that I hate most in life is when – Someone who's really smart and really prominent in their industry hashtags like six out of seven words in every sentence they put on Twitter. Yeah. It's like, I know you're not an idiot, so why are you doing this? Why yeah, do you think it's a good idea that, to do that? that? It's a good idea to hashtag the word your. Yeah. <laughs> anything. Anything. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't make any, it makes no sense. Uh, some of them have been really creative. Like we went to one yesterday. Oh yeah, that was great. Um, for Claire and Chris, and theirs was CNC Music Factory. No, well, CNC Factory. Wedding Factory. Whoops, sorry. Um, but that, we- and our our old friend, my old coworker Allison's, was he fell for Chantel. That's cute. But I noticed that people were spelling it two different ways with mm. F O R and then with the letter number four. Oh. Um, some of them are very simple. They're like. I think the other week was Emmy and Alex's wedding or something well, like that. Well, no, they didn't have one. Oh, they didn't have and one. And that that was something because our friends Emmy and Alex aren't really into social media. I mean, they both have Instagram and Twitter accounts, but they're not. Yeah. They've both probably each posted 10 times. And so when we got there, I said, oh, do you have a hashtag? And I kind of wish I had made an executive bridesmaid decision and said, no, yeah. actually you do have one and it's just going to be Emmy and Alex or whatever because the thing that – was unfortunate afterward was it was really hard to find the photos. All these people were taking pictures and Instagramming them, but... So this is what we were discussing last night, where the wedding hashtag, which in my brain started as a cruel joke, is actually a really 
useful thing because, first of all, everyone wants to see pictures of their wedding. Yeah. Um, but there's two problems with that. One is before the wedding hashtag, there was really no way to get every all of your friends' photos in one place because they they especially before camera and smartphones and Instagram, like people would just take pictures with their digital cameras and you know what happens to those. They just sit on the memory stick forever. Yeah. Um, or they would just have them on random Flickr accounts or just like web shots or Facebook or whatever, but there was no central place to find them all. So, yeah. uh, and the other thing, which I don't remember how long we had to wait for our wedding photos because I just don't remember, but you know, most, People have to wait up to two months for them. Yeah, so if you want to see photos of your wedding that night or the next day, as most people want to, that's a great way to do it. Um, I'm I'm surprised by many of the things Instagram has done or more so not done since they've become acquired by Facebook. And playing up the wedding hashtag is something that I'm surprised they haven't done more around. But Well, there was also – I mean this is – it really has to do with any event. I mean, something as big as the Oscars doesn't really count because, at least on my feed, everyone's talking about it. Right. But on Monday night... And most of the photos people are posting are are copyright yeah. theft. So. Yeah, but on Monday night with the Met Gala, I did want to see all the photos. And oh, it was kind of hard. I mean, I'd say half of my Twitter was talking about it and posting you know getty images or whatever right onto twitter but and i didn't really i wasn't covering it for anyone that i didn't really care that much but i would have liked if there was i mean maybe there was an official hashtag but i would have liked to just go through a hashtag and see every photo or yeah i don't know i think for events that twitter has a a huge opportunity and maybe Instagram too, but I think more Twitter because that's more news based to like really do something interesting for all those different events, all those different award shows. People are on Twitter more and more and more the last year. It's gotten insane. I feel like every single person is tweeting every single award show, even on a set there was like screen actors guild or something was Saturday night. And there were all these people on there. Um, and I feel like there, if there was a way to more, efficiently like i don't really want every single person's commentary right i i just i like the commentary from the people i follow but i would also love just like a stream of the images because i don't necessarily mm, want to watch the e-red carpet but i do want to see every single outfit mm. and i you know you can go there are all these different ways you can find that you can go on style.com you could go on fashionista you could go on e or people.com and find them but it would just be nice because I'm frequently on Twitter in the evenings to somehow for them to organize that stuff more easily. Yeah. And that's around any event, like they, the Olympics. They've done or, some of that. Like for, they've done special sites for like the – I think they did one for the World Cup four years ago. And they've done stuff for like the Olympics and probably the Oscars where they actually have a separate site and you know a little yeah. micro site and they do more of that stuff. How do you find that on your phone? How does that work? Yeah, I don't know. But, like, the mobile app, actually, now that they're showing more photos in line, that might actually be even better with um, stuff like that. But I haven't looked at that recently. Wasn't there some rumor they were going to get rid of hashtags? No. Really? No. 
Oh, it was that they were going to get rid of at replies. Yeah, they're hiding some of that stuff, but they, they're not going to get rid of it anytime soon. Okay. Um, well, another thing I wanted to show you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, wedding hashtags, necessary evil, I think is the conclusion. Like they're, they That's, actually are working yeah. better than like trying to get everyone to use some stupid app that clusters yeah. all the photos together. So they're a little obnoxious, but they're right. actually useful. And when they're creative... They're not I've, that obnoxious. No, they're kind of fun. Yeah. Like, remember Ed and Wedden? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that they, was an unofficial hashtag. Ed and Wedden? Yeah. Yeah, but no one knew how to spell wedding. it. That's, no. You really the, do need to yeah. do it beforehand, yeah. Um, all right. So the other thing I want to talk about, this is Lauren doesn't know we're going to talk about this. <laughs> I wanted to keep it from her mm-hmm. because um, this past weekend was the 20th anniversary of the Weezer Blue Album launching, May 10th, 1994. Uh, probably the first album I loved, and I wanted to go over the, it with you. This is mm-hmm. one of the greatest visual representations of '90s, mid '90s male fashion imaginable. Yeah. Um, I love and it's this. kind of funny because this is the ultimate normcore photo as well. It's four guys standing uh, in just kind of ridiculous, but not ridiculous outfits. So let's go in order. First, there's a guy wearing. And I don't know. I only know the names of the last two guys. I'm sorry, Weezer, if you're listening. Um, there's well, first a guy. Isn't Rivers Cuomo the second guy? Mm, oh yeah. Shit, I thought he was that guy. Mm, no, that's someone so. else. All right. Okay, but anyway, whatever. First guy. Should we, should we look and see what their names are? Nah, it doesn't matter. Okay. First guy is wearing a uh, semi-baggy black jeans and a white dress shirt untucked with a black t-shirt underneath and it's a very thin white dress shirt so you can see that he's you can see the t-shirt through it you know what's funny about that now i see where you got the idea that it was okay to wear a black t-shirt under a dress shirt i would say that's not where i got that idea but uh maybe i don't like this guy i don't like the way this guy looks but uh this guy looks like I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> he looks normcore. Yeah. <laughs> then I guess this is Rivers? I think that's the second guy's Rivers. Right, I'm going to look this up because I feel like a jerk if I don't know the lead singer. I always thought he was the last guy, but now that I think about it. I mean, why don't we just look and see right, what... we're going to look up Because I'm curious album. what the other people's names are. Yeah. Uh, oh, good. Someone did a track-by-track review. I was thinking, because I listened to it today on the way home, and I was thinking that there should be, like, a track-by-track. Um, well, does it? No. Well, I think it's easy. there are easier ways to search for that. There are their names right there. Go up, up, up. Okay. Here? Just click on, no, right there. See their names. Oh, so Rivers click on Cuomo. the people's names and see what they look like. Well, we know which one is Matt Sharp, but this guy doesn't have a photo. Okay, well, then just Google it. And this Google guy doesn't have it. a photo either. Sorry, this is probably the most compelling section of the show, but, you know. Well, yeah, we can. This is called real-time research. Patrick Wilson. Yeah, see, the, uh, from. Sorry. I'm that guy's Googling. not. I'm okay, Googling. so Patrick Wilson's the first guy. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Would assume. Uh, or maybe the third guy. Well, let's find out who what Jason Cropper looks like. Jason Cropper is... 
really can't tell. Weezer Peter. Because <laughs> they all look the same. They all look really different, too. I mean, this Except is 20 years Rivers ago. Except for Cuomo. All right. We don't really know which one he is. Oh, there's, there's an, a new picture of them. From tonedef.com.au. Uh, whoa, what's this? Oh, these are the new guys. No, no, that's them. All right. I think the first guy is Pat Wilson. Okay, whatever. Right? I, I think so also, yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway. So the next guy is, must be Rivers then. Yeah, yeah. But we don't know who that last guy is. That's not Matt Sharp. Is that? I think that's Jason Cropper. Yeah, yeah, that's. Can you go to Jason Cropper Google image? Yeah. No, no, that's the third guy. No, the third guy is Matt Sharp. Okay, I don't. Whatever. I think. Let's make sure. Why don't you look up that one? This one. And see if there. Okay. Why are none of these photos credited? Because every all these are all stolen photos from the nineties. Okay, all right, whatever. Well, Who cares? That the second one's definitely Rivers Cuomo. Cool. Well, anyway, he's wearing um, he's wearing a a very normal outfit. Is that two T-shirts or is that one of those nineties T-shirts? I think it's a T-shirt to two T-shirts to made to look like a ringer tee. Because remember those T-shirts that that. Um, from the 90s that had a second yeah. uh, fringe of the collar and the sleeves. Yeah, I, I had one of those that was turquoise and black. A ringer tee? Well, it wasn't, was it, a, it wasn't a ringer tee, like a baseball tee. It was tee. made to look like it was layered or something. Yeah, it was made yeah. to look like you were wearing two t-shirts. I it was think a Florida Marlins t-shirt. t-shirt with uh, Marvin the Martian on it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing shirt. I think he's just wearing two t-shirts. All right. And he's wearing khakis. He looks very normal. Yeah. Like two... And then the third guy, who looks a little like Noah Wiley. He looks nothing like Noah Wiley, but Yeah, he does. Fine. What are you talking about? Do, we're not going to Google just, image Noah Wiley. Are these jeans or are these like blue slacks? It looks like they might actually be blue slacks. The, the pockets do look like slacks. Yeah. This is my favorite of all of them. Oh. He's wearing like a red and white striped shirt, a white undershirt. Looks just very... Uh, That's my, I'd say it might be my least favorite. Really? Yeah. What's your favorite? Well, I kind of like the last guy's bowling shirt because it's very yeah. vintage. I never had a bowling shirt. I always aspired to be a guy with bowling shirts, especially when I started getting into Alton Brown show. Yeah, I thought I think it's kind of cool, and I like Rivers' outfit because it's real boring. Yeah, uh, um, I always thought that was Rivers, but maybe not. I don't. I really don't think it is because he doesn't have that. Like he, he. It's definitely the second guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, what are these pants? These are like black or dark yeah, they're blue probably pants? Dickies or something. They yeah, look like I never had those pants. either. Those that was the look. Actually, I did have a pair that I got as my uniform at Wrigley Field. Cool. But I never wore them. They were too tight, <laughs> so I wore some other pants. <laughs> uh, That's funny. It's funny because those are the kinds of pants that should be not too tight. Well, I li- I like that we both really like that album. It's yeah. One of I the mean, few things that we both really enjoy. Are we sure he's not the last guy? No, this is definitely. Why don't you do Weezer Blue Album lineup? Why don't uh, you Google let's, that? Let's see if anyone is actually. This is embarrassing. 
What is embarrassing about it? That we don't know who's who. Why? We, I, we were 11. <laughs> True. I don't... No one's really done a good lineup. All right. Well, we're going to move on. Anyway, uh, I hope that you've had time while we've been discussing this to actually look up the photo because mm-hmm. it's... And if you... I mean, it's probably in your head. I could probably draw it from just memory. Especially now after we've gone over this, mm-hmm. uh, it's just really amazing. And the album holds up. Like I listened to it today, and doesn't sound like tacky '90s crap. No, it really and their holds second up. album is really great too. Pinkerton. Yeah, yeah. Not as great, but really, I would I would say it's very. I feel good. like that El Scorcho is worth all the other songs. Yeah, but uh, Butterfly does not come close to Only in Dreams, which is one of the greatest <laughs> ending tracks of any out recorded album of all time. Okay. Anyway. That's... Um, thanks for bearing with us. Uh, I'm we'll, sure that was funny banter. They enjoyed I hope so. It. Now you know what it's like to live in our house. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if this is the first time you've ever listened to this show, I've <laughs> check out the other ones. Um, all right, now we have time for another topic, yeah. which is up to you. What are we going to talk about? So do you want to talk about this? Uh, we're so behind. Oh, yeah, let's but... talk about All right, so while while you were gone, mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh, Nike laid off a bunch of their fuel band employees. We, uh, we, you know, we've talked about this wearable computing stuff a bunch, so let's follow up on this. Nike apparently is going to not be doing, doing a lot of that in-house. Um, meanwhile, Apple is... Allegedly going to buy Beats, yeah, which is a big maker of headphones, and who knows what else they're working on. Yeah. Um, the thing about the Beats Apple thing is that's weird to me. Is isn't Beats really tacky? Yeah, to people like us, but a lot of people really like the brand. Like it's very successful. How much are those things? They're not cheap. They're quite a. They're quite a bit. Okay. So much like Apple, they charge a lot more than the competition. Yeah. And one of the things I thought about was someone who would be defending Beats today reminds me a lot of some of the stuff that I had to do to defend Apple in the '90s. People would be like, "Well, it doesn't play games and it doesn't run." Microsoft Excel and people same today would be like, well, the Beats they don't have the best sound quality in the world, but people like them for whatever reason. Um, Do you think it was a wise investment, a sound investment? Well, first let's see if it actually happens. Like, yeah, isn't it going to be like three billion bucks or something? Yeah, but Apple has unlimited money. Um, I think I think actually it makes sense. Their Beats also has a subscription music service uh, that Apple does not have, and they have some really smart and well-liked executives who could help with Apple Music stuff in the future if they Yeah, cuz it's a music at Apple. It's music executives who started it. Yeah. Um and I don't know anything about Dr. Dre, so I don't know if he's going to be helpful to Apple at all, but I assume that something something is beneficial there. Uh, anyway, but the Nike stuff. So I, I've been thinking about this a little bit, and I'm going to go on record now and saying that wearables are bullshit and that it's not going to be a thing. Well, this is going to be one of those things that was way overblown. 
everyone's saying, oh, people are going to start caring about their health and all this stuff. But can you imagine Americans caring about their health? No. I, I mean, I do think people care more about their health now than they did three years ago or whatever. But, or ten years ago. Um, and I do think it, there's a change in the way people eat and consume in general as as a culture. But I do think a lot of that is also marketing BS and all the, like, conscious consumerism is just covering up the fact that we still spend a lot of money on crap we don't need and eat way too much. So I do think half of it is true and half of it isn't. And I think there's a market for tracking what you're doing. Um, I There was a story, a, kind of an essay on Recode. It was from an outside contributor who runs some weird startup. I don't remember what it was. Not weird, but just some startup I had never heard of. And he mentioned, and I think this is really correct, in that there needs to be more context around the data. So I really like the fact that with those wearable things, you can track what your sleep, how much you're sleeping, because I'm really interested in my sleep, whether I'm sleeping too much or too little. And, you know, I get a decent amount every night, but sometimes I wake up and don't feel refreshed. And it's like, why? did I get eight hours of sleep and still feel tired? So I would be really interested in knowing more about why I don't, you know, what my sleep habits mean in terms of should I be going to bed a half an hour early or waking up a half an hour mm. earlier, things like that. Yeah. Um, and the same, and the same, yeah. And the same thing with um, working out. I mean, this is obvious, but if you go to, Spinning class, it basically doesn't register on one of those fit bands. Right. But if you walk or if you shake your hand around or whatever it does uh, and things like that, if there was more context around the data that they were offering, I think it would be um, more interesting. And I'm going to say this, that as much as I think Google, Google Glass looks really bad right now and is not something normal people or really anyone who wasn't in a glass hole <laughs> would want to use. I think that that technology makes a lot more sense. Like this is, you know, obviously it's a movie, but when we went, went to see her and he's yeah. basically using Google glass, mm -hmm. it's kind of projected and using your finger and talking and reading through your emails. That seems likely to me. Yeah. Like why wouldn't that happen? Yeah, if, or if it like can. dentists using it to look at your X-ray yeah. while they're drilling your tooth. Yeah, or but I pilots think, using it. Yeah, <clears throat> but I think the watch stuff and anything until I just don't think that that will ever be until they make it something that you need. It's like why would you not just use your iPhone? Yeah, for all I, of that. Right, exactly. So Especially we'll now that the iPhone has this, all the same motion tracking stuff built in as a chip that the fuel band has. Well, so. and, and like how your shoes, you have a chip in your shoe. So you it's connected to your yeah. iPhone and you can oh, see. Oh, that thing Does I not haven't really used. I, it's, it's not as helpful as GPS-based tracking. Oh, okay. I but, stopped using uh, it. But I do think something like that would be yeah. more useful than... I mean, I do want that kind of thing. I just know myself, and I would never wear. 
it doesn't matter how pretty it is either. Like, mm-hmm. it needs to really be useful to make it worthwhile. And I don't yeah, think, so we'll I think all this stuff all is about. interesting, but I don't think it's useful. Has not been so far. Cool. Well, we'll keep watching it. That's yeah, kind of sure. like the I mean, perfect convergence of tech and fashion. And, and people, Apple, you know, they keep apparently either consulting with or hiring people from retail and fashion industry. So, Well, the, the thing is that people keep talking about it, and so it must be something. Yeah. It, to me, and obviously we don't know this, but it seems like it would it is equivalent to what MP3 players were. In, I don't know, when did the first MP3 player come out? Like 98 or something? No, before that. Mid-90s. So when did people start really talking about them? I'm talking pre uh, Actually, no, iPod. late 90s. Uh, late 90s. Yeah. So to me, this feels similar in yeah. that people were like, but, why would you ever want to do that? Well, I was listening to another podcast, and I think it was Gruber, John Gruber, and he was talking about how Someone was talking about how the iPod solved an immediate need, Problem, which was, man. you know, carrying five CDs around was not really plausible. But the iPod, it was like, would you like every album you own in your pocket and eventually every album you could download and steal in your pocket at all times and yeah. it doesn't weigh anything? Yes, of course. Of course I do. Yeah. Whereas, whereas it's like, do you want to track every step you take throughout the day, every day. And I, you know, uh, yeah, that was interesting for like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, but what else? Like, do you want to constantly track your heart rate and that sort of stuff? Not really. No. Uh, there's, that means that there's a market for it. Just like there's a market for running gear. Yeah. But it's just not every person in the world. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm not sure, but, it's interesting that Nike is because that was supposed to Nike was supposed to be a king company because it was becoming a technology company and not just a shoe company or a brand, you know, marketing company. But well, we've also, I mean, oh, two weeks before that news came out, we but we discussed the fact that I said I would love to know the data of how long people actually wear them for. Yeah, because it's probably so like know. a month. Yep. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. Um, all right. I think that's a good show. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're almost at the half hour mark. And we'll be back next week. Yeah, we're we're going to have a special guest. We'll have a special guest. We're going to talk about some really interesting fashion stuff. Yes. Cool. Um, as always, you can reach us on the internet at hello at theneedleandthemouse.com. If you have any questions or topic suggestions, or if you want to talk about the clothing on the cover of the blue album, that'd be cool. You know, it's the green and red albums were also that kind of like that too. Yeah, but I those were not as iconic, so no. we're not going to analyze their no. outfits. You can also tweet us. Yep, needle and mouse on Twitter, right? Is that yep. what it is? Yeah. Um, and go to our website, theneedleandthemouse.com. You can listen to old shows. Um, occasionally, we post other things there, and course rate us on itunes and you can subscribe in itunes thanks for listening we'll be back next weekend happy mother's day